0: Andrew McKay in the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. If I have my time again.
1: Sam, uh, everybody up there saw that that was you doing that. I've heard of uh, different situations where you've done things like this. It's pretty unethical. Not only that, you used an ethnic slur when you were up there talking. That is not not—that's uh, uh, not how a county commissioner of this county should act or uh, do business. And I- I'm asking you if you're going to resign.
2: Nothing at all interesting happened yesterday at the Santa Rosa County Commission meeting. That? Nothing. That's Chris Smith, owner of Gulf Coast Guns. Uh, so <laughs> backstory. Need a little backstory before you uh, dig into what this is all about. So, um, uh, my, the way I understand, it, Chris and Sam used to be like best friends, um, and and now they're you know at least from Chris's perspective they're like mortal enemies. I don't know what happened between then and now, but here we are. And um, and Chris last week got up and got into this you know kind of back and forth with Sam about raising taxes, and I got video of you blah blah blah. So we figured this was coming. And he had put this up on his Facebook page, and then, you know, and I don't a lot of times deal with what people just put up on Facebook, and but when it starts to intrude into the public meeting, oh, here we go. Um, and I was actually a little bit surprised that you could just go up and play a clip, because, you know, if the clips, if the videos haven't been previewed by staff, God knows what a citizen might play, <laughs> you know, just without, I'm just saying, you know, it could be anything. And in this case, it oh, was a, vi- so it was a very, very, very edited, and I say that on purpose, um, interaction with Sam Parker, Commissioner Sam Parker, District One, um, going into a local equipment rental company, maybe within the last month or so. And I'm going to play you the clips separated because it's it's four clips and they you know taken from different parts of the visit basically. And I'm going to play you the four of them and then we'll talk a little bit about this and we'll talk about some of the uh, the after comments from all of this. But um, there there is a uh, there is a word in this one that will offend some people and will not offend some other people. <laughs> I'll just say it that way. And uh, I just want you to know before you hear it, we kind of got thrown into this yesterday during the meeting, okay? This is Sam walking into the store uh, with a friend, a buddy of his, making a joke uh, about trying to negotiate down the price. He says, we got to Jew you down on the price. That's what he says. Um that's the clip one and they're all kind of you know I mean everybody you know there's no real reaction to it that's just what he says. Um later on after the transaction or kind of you know when the tra- transaction's almost over like Sam's there at the at the counter paying okay then you can hear him again in a very jokingly manner
3: 19795 What happened
2: to my discount? What happened to my discount? Okay that's part 2 then there's some unknown engagements because then there's a clip three and I'm doing the way it was all put together. It makes you can tell it's edited, but you know, you can make a video seem to say in a certain way by playing it all back to back. I'm trying to give you cognitive space between because again, we don't know what happened in between. That's part of the issue here. Um, And then there's the part three. It's very hard to hear, but basically what he's saying, I believe is that you know, you bring a trailer and there's tax or something like that. Okay, which becomes relevant in clip four when as the transaction is ending and as Sam has already paid and is being given back his debit card, this is important, he's being given back his debit card, an electronic transaction mechanism, right?
3: I guess if I brought cash, you wouldn't have to charge me tax, huh?
2: I guess if I brought cash, you wouldn't have to charge me tax, huh? All right, so what did Chris Smith do with this video?
1: so uh this is a clear ethics violation over and over been uh talking about raising sales tax first off um but second we have a a sitting county commissioner asking a local small business to perform an illegal act uh, by not charging sales tax if they're paid in cash um that's 100 percent illegal in the state i know you guys have uh talked about increasing sales tax and how we need the revenue but Apparently, that's uh, rules for thee and not for me kind of thing.
2: All right, so charge number one, according to Chris Smith, is that he was asking to get a sales tax knockoff for paying cash and asking the business owner to violate the state's tax laws by— which, by the way, if a business owner, you know, does you a deal and doesn't have you pay the tax, you'll lose your license. I think you probably go go to jail for that. Um, You know, you're done. (laughs) I don't think that the client typically— is the one who gets punished for that, by the way. I think it'd be the business owner, typically, but I'm not hundred percent sure about that. Um, if a if a county commissioner, an elected official, engaged in a scheme like that, you know, you would expect there to be some kind of consequence for the county commissioner. So um, you know, law breaking or not aside, ethics violation, you know, I would see that as an ethics violation. And I would recommend that, you know, if somebody's doing that, yeah, that's bad. Okay, uh, the real question is going to be whether that's actually what he said, whether that's actually what he meant. But back to Chris Smith, you know, let's let the uh, let's let the prosecutor, <laughs> such as he is, make the case.
1: I'm here to ask the commissioner, and everybody knows which commissioner that was. First off, he used an ethnic slur at the first that's absolutely ridiculous in 2023, and uh, now he's unethically asked a local small business not to charge sales tax if he paid with cash. I'm wondering if all the citizens cannot pay sales tax or all the businesses can just do under the table uh sales if they don't pay cash and then we don't have to worry about this sales tax debate anymore
2: all right so that's the allegation then he had the bar about i ask you to resign for the slur and the illegal act and then sam waits till he's done and kind of wants to check and see if he's done before he responds
3: i'm i'm asking to be
0: polite are you yeah. talking i'm i'm gonna i'll ask as chair are you are you finished you turn around it's are, are, are
1: you it? trying to uh take up for the unethical behavior of no, mr parker but if you had a, you had a, you know right a... i'm not he's going to respond back to me i'd like to see what he has to say when he comes up with the lies that he's going to say I'd, li- I'd like to better respond back to the lies that he has that's
2: your choice yeah um santa rosa county allows had previously allowed more back and forth uh, most of the other places you kind of have your say and if the board wants to answer or the person wants to answer you don't get to say anything back after that in the scambia county you're done i mean you make your case then they can respond and if they want to engage you they can but they don't have to um santa rosa is a bit of a mixed bag especially because colton uh right the the chairman of the board um has been more emphatic about enforcing the rules mostly because he doesn't like it when people give half Formed answers that turn out to be false, uh, you know, inadvertently. I mean, that's what Dan Shubler wound up losing his job over, the dumbest of all things still in my opinion. Um, or, or, you know, cases where the meaning goes on and on and on because people get up and speak multiple times. I mean, it winds up being crazy. Okay, so Sam wants to know if he's done. He's done, but I guess he's going to get a chance to talk back. So here goes Sam Parker explaining himself.
3: Here's what I'll say. <clears throat> and and you can respond, but let me finish. This. I'll let you finish. Anybody can take a video and chop it up and try to take things out of context. Just like saying just like saying that I asked for a discount clearly in the video as he's handing me my debit card back. I've done business with that business for years. I've rented equipment that cashier's name's Brandon. I've been probably seeing him work there for eight or ten years. Clearly, you see me walking in the door joking about, I'm going to have to do you down on prices. I had already called him. Called him. You I just think said that, that again, by at, the way. Let me finish, please. I'm asking as a gentleman not to interrupt me.
2: Meaning he knows this place really well. He knows his cashier really well. Um, the cashier probably can't do any negotiating, so it's a silly, jokey thing to even ask him to do it. So, going on. That
3: day, I was either renting a little dingo to dig holes or a a, a vibrate tamper because it was just a month or so ago, okay? So the fact that I walk in and joke around with him, I don't mind, show the entire video, okay? I think would at least be, as you talk about, the ethical thing to do rather than a snippets of a time for me to be in there. Now I don't know, I could speculate, and I think I have a good reason to know why it's uh, all of a sudden an issue because I've been going in there And every time I ever pay, for the record, I pay with my debit card because I pay through my business and it's easier to track that way. They're not gonna give me a discount. What you heard me say at the end, yes, I'm inherently, even if I know I'm not getting a discount, most places where I go, yeah, I'm gonna joke. That's in, it's kinda like in the fabric of I'm in the real estate business. People ask for discounts. Just like when we were buying property and we were looking at buying the property on Avalon Boulevard. And I think they wanted about $1.2 million. And I said, hey, I think that's too much. We need to go in and ask them for $850. i have done the same thing when we looked at property for fire departments. I've done the same thing with contractors performing work for the county. That is in the fabric of my DNA. I'm going to try to get the best deal I
2: can. So I think what Sam is saying, it kind of sounds like he's saying two different things, but I think he's saying the same thing. It sounds like what he's saying is I always ask for a discount, so of course I ask for a discount here. And I think most of us would think there's something, you know, questionable okay about county commissioners or anybody else in political power asking for a discount because you never know whether they mean it as a client or as a commissioner you know you know and so I I understand the concern about that but I think what Sam is saying is everybody knows that I always ask for a discount that's why it's the basis of being able to make a joke with them asking for a discount when I didn't get one because I already paid I always pay with the debit card and they can't issue me one anyway they never issue we called ahead for the price it's not relevant So that's what he's trying to say is that it was purely a joke. Now, um, he goes on and he's like, you know, look, um, if you put out the whole video, you'll see that, you know, there was no weird reaction to this. I paid with the debit card like I always do, and I didn't do anything wrong. Besides, if I did something wrong, why are you here with this instead of in front of the ethics board?
3: And I would encourage you, as I've said many times from here, and I I will, I'll use uh, Mr. Cooey, just because he is he practically probably the most su- subject expert of anybody I know on this term. If you feel like I did something unethical, I would ask you to reach out to the Florida Ethics Commission and file an ethics complaint. Because I do not feel that I did anything wrong. And again, I, I, you know, somebody can try to take something and twist it out of context. That's like somebody trying to take one verse out of the Bible to justify some behavior they did. Okay, so that's all I wanted to say on the record. I didn't do anything wrong, in my opinion, but if you think that I did, please. And if you don't know, Mr. Cooey can at least tell you how to contact him. Contact the Florida Commission of Ethics and file a complaint. That would be the thing to do. All
2: right, so there, there's more. By the way, this is Act 1. <laughs> this, is, this is Act 1, and I don't even have stager music for the county commission. Uh, let me tell you where I come down on this, all right? Uh, I watched this video half a dozen times just to make sure that I was seeing what I was seeing. And I listened to Sam's explanation. And I listened to uh, Chris's explanation. And if I'm on a jury, I vote for Sam Parker. Because I know Sam. And I know Chris. Okay, I know both of them pretty well. I know I, I know Sam probably better than I know Chris, but I know them both pretty well. And um, Chris is a political agitator. And Chris will twist things out of context all the time. And I think that's what's going on here. And I'll tell you why. Because, uh, first of all, the whole video hasn't been put out. And if it is, maybe it says something different. But I would expect the video shows an incredibly benign set of encounters between Sam and these people where they he's joking and they know he's joking and it's the whole context because that's kind of who he is. He makes jokes. Um, should he be joking about something like this? Like, <laughs> I make jokes with people all the time that I know. And I bet if you followed me around with people I know that you would hear me say things. <gasps> <laughs> because... That's what people who make jokes do do I think that he was seriously offering to get paid under the table to a business that he's gone to for years with a video surveillance system in place in that business that everybody can see is operating that that's the environment which he chose to make an offer to get a deal to not have the sales tax get collected you're you're really stretching my credibility my, my credulity here to ask me to believe that I just I just don't think it's very likely I just I think that there are people who are out to get Sam, and I think that here, here's the thing. what I can't figure out is why this company would do this. Why would this business blow up Sam Parker and not get get any more of his business forever? You got to imagine because somebody there sent this video to Chris Smith, which is what he said later. Um, either they were so worried about Sam's unethical behavior that they just had to inform somebody and not a news organization, you know or not the state attorney's office, but instead the owner of, you know, a business where that guy can't stand this commissioner. Either they were so concerned about the behavior or it's payback for something. Like something has happened in that relationship with whoever's involved in it, the owners, the founders, the, the son who now took over the business recently is the way I understand it. Something has happened where they thought, I'm going to get Sam Parker, and this is how I'm going to do it because when you're a business and you have video footage of your customers and you just go public with that to make them look bad, what do other people think about coming into your shop? You know, like you're burning people who might not want to be treated that way as customers, let alone Sam Parker. So my read is he's joking. My read is he doesn't make and I want to see the whole video and I I just I don't buy the allegations. That's my read. You feel free to disagree with me, but that's my read. 524 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay.
4: Hey, Dave Ramsey here. For almost a decade, I've been telling you about my friends at Frontier Motors in Pensacola. The biggest reason is they help my listeners save thousands of dollars when purchasing a slightly used car over a brand new one. Consumer Reports says the average new car depreciates a whopping $9,200 in the first year alone. That's crazy. So if you're thinking new, don't. Go see Frontier Motors and see how much they can save you on a current year car with very low miles. And if your goal is to get out of debt, bring Frontier Motors your car and they can write you a check on the spot. Frontier Motors can also do consignments and they don't charge a fee or a commission. Frontier Motors have been helping the people in the Pensacola area for 21 years. They are the go-to dealer for free advice when it comes to buying or selling a car. Please go see my friends at Frontier Motors. And don't forget to tell them Dave Ramsey sent you. Tune in this Thursday at 1030 to the Pensacola Expert Panel when Juanita Scott and Kathy Van Dyke will be on the show talking about Pensacola State College's International Festival, a family-friendly inaugural event happening April 15th on the Pensacola campus. Enjoy food, music, dance, and novelties relevant to the cultures found around the world. Tune in Thursday at 1030 to hear more.
5: The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620.
4: I'll second guest dinners with
6: friends because they can be interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools.
0: And 95.3. Listen on the AM dial at 1620.
1: I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Nobody saw me do it. You can't prove anything.
2: 528 here on News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's a Pensacola morning news. David Wayne is in the newsroom this morning with our headlines. David,
7: the Federal Reserve Chairman will be appearing before Congress today. Jerome Powell is going to face questions on Capitol Hill about whether the continued rise in interest rates is actually working to bring inflation back down. Recent data showing some mixed results there. An incident involving two aircraft clipping wings at Boston's Logan International Airport yesterday, now being looked into by the FAA, United Flight 15, that was 515, I'm sorry, that was headed to Newark, New Jersey, and uh, United Flight 267 bound for Denver, Colorado. Both had to be canceled after this happened, but luckily no injuries reported on either plane. And uh, the Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris reopening finally uh, nice. in December of this coming year. It's been about five years now since the fire destroyed it. Uh, work has been ongoing to rebuild it exactly as it was before, including uh, all the artwork and everything. So that's it'll be great. nice to see.
2: I just, I have one question. You said it's reopening planned for December, right? Now, this is not an F project, oh. right? This is, <laughs> is. Is
7: Skanska doing it?
2: <laughs> I just. Hey, no. look at all the steeples. I want to know how much to rely on this time <laughs> estimate. That's all I'm saying.
7: And actually, I I miss it's uh, not December of this year. It's December of twenty twenty four. Now so you sound like year. an F Yeah. Estimate. So now there it's becoming go. an yeah. F dot. Oh, thanks, F dot. Yeah. You ask
2: one question <laughs> and you add a year. All right.
5: F dot Dave.
2: <laughs> thanks a lot. I, if, I sometimes wonder, <laughs> David. Thanks so much for the update. I sometimes wonder, like you know, the 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 people who work at Skanska are like. Really, really good people, right? You know, it's just one or I, two I, people made a really terrible decision, you know, and then I know, right? I know, I should. And, and with yeah, FDOT, it's like, people it's like these, these people are, you know, very, very good people that are very good at their jobs who just, you know, they make the bad choice to always make time estimates and don't then explain, you know, like what that means. Also, you know, we give them a hard time because we see, God, that road is still not done, right? And I know, but you know, it's an easy target. Doesn't make it not funny. (laughs) I wish I could
3: hug all the F dot people. No right, and
1: because I we really really do appreciate each other. And and that's
2: that's the thing is you know we make jokes and I know that makes them cringe every single time when they're listening. I'm sure. Um, And so I do want them to know I appreciate the work you do. I absolutely do, Skanska folks. You're gonna get buried. I might be the only one in media who says I really appreciate what you do. Um, But it's still you know sometimes jokes are are there for a reason. Fox News.
7: I'm Chris Foster. Mexico's president says four Americans kidnapped Friday, some possibly wounded or killed by gunfire, were caught in a shootout between two groups.
5: The travelers have
7: been identified as Latavia McGee, Shaid Woodward, Zindel Brown, and Eric James Williams of South Carolina. According to a family member, they were heading to Mexico for a medical procedure. She says, quote, this is like a bad dream you wish you could wake up from. Fox's Jackie Abanez, a top Chinese diplomat, says relations with the United States have left a rational path.
5: The U.S. needs to to change its view of China or risk conflict and confrontation. The view of China's foreign minister, Qin Gang. <inaudible> Qin with a tailor-made analogy. Viewing China as a primary rival is like putting the first button of your shirt in the wrong hole.
7: Fox's Jonathan Savage. Qin was, until a couple of months ago, China's ambassador to the US. America's listening to Fox News. Fox News. Good morning, it's 531 News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. A New Jersey teen has been arrested and charged with making numerous false calls to law enforcement about shootings and threats at Milton High School. Yesterday, Santa Rosa County Sheriff Bob Johnson talked about how they managed to track down the suspect. March
5: 2022, SO detectives and FDLE develop a suspect in New Jersey. April 11th, Milton High School gets another call saying a boyfriend is coming to the school to shoot his girlfriend in the head. Detectives speak to that student and discover um, that this is the same guy from New Jersey that called this one in. She has that name from a prior interaction on the Internet with this guy.
7: And deputies recently arrested 17-year-old Brad Parga at his home in Gutenberg, New Jersey. He's now being charged as an adult and being extradited to the jail in Santa Rosa County. Escambia County deputies investigating after a body was found yesterday on Jamaica Street. The sheriff's office says there's no obvious signs of foul play. They say it appears that the person died of natural causes. The investigation continuing. A woman has now been indicted on several counts of credit card fraud in Escambia County, Alabama. Investigators say 49-year-old Angel Boyd made several unauthorized transactions on a credit card that was not hers. Uh, grand jury indicted her on charges late last Thursday. Escambia, Alabama Sheriff's Office says they're still investigating more charges are expected in the case. Uh, Boyd was booked into the Escambia County Detention Center late last week and has been since released on $100,000 bond. Well, a truckload of spilled lumber blocked the Highway 29 to I-10 East ramp yesterday for several hours. That happened. A lumber truck overturned on the ramp just before noon. The 54-year-old driver reportedly was not hurt in this crash. The lumber did spill all over the highway, though, and surrounding area, resulting in a cleanup that took several hours to get that ramp reopened. Marco Rubio joining a bipartisan call for answers into the death of a Cuban pro-democracy leader. Senator Rubio and others wrote a letter yest- yesterday to the Inter-American Commission on Human Rights. The senators won an investigation into the death of Oswaldo Paya Sardinas. He died over a decade ago and his car was run off a Cuban highway. The senators write little if any progress has been made to hold those responsible accountable. It's 534 News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at our Channel 3 weather. We are going to be seeing some patchy fog throughout the morning hours. Temperatures warming up in the afternoon near 83 degrees. As you head into the evening hours, temperatures will be dropping near 67. Fog still possible through the overnight hours and into Wednesday morning. High on Wednesday near 76 degrees. Wednesday night, temperatures will drop into the mid-60s with a small chance of rain throughout the next couple of days. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Burke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. And right now it's 71 in Pensacola, 71 in Gulf Breeze, and 70 in Milton. Our next news at 6 breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. Tune in to News Radio Pensacola
0: on the FM dial at 92.3 and 95.3. Listen on the AM dial at 1620. Stream us online at newsradio92.3.com or download the News Radio Pensacola app. You can also listen to podcasts of all of our local shows on demand and get news and traffic alerts. Listen to local talk shows in the morning and afternoon drive. And we're Pensacola's home for Brian Kilmead. News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable.
6: Remember when washing machines were made in America, were solidly built and actually got your clothes clean? They aren't a the thing of the past. They are Speed Queen, and they are available at Tops Appliance. Speed Queen washer and dryers combine durability and technology into the best washers and dryers in the world. Speed Queen will change the way you think about washing machines. They're built to last longer and deliver exceptional wash results. Unlike many other washers and dryers with plastic parts, Speed Queen uses commercial grade steel and porcelain components designed to give you at least 25 years of reliable, trouble-free operation. That's why they come with lifetime warranties, the best warranties in the business. See store for warranty details. Speed Queen washers and dryers are built to work and built to last. If you want durability, innovation, and perfectly done laundry the first time, then you want Speed Queen. See these great Speed Queen washers and dryers for yourself at Topps Appliance on Highway 90 in Milton, just east of Stewart Street.
0: Investing in times like these can be scary if you don't have the right person at the helm of your finances. Armada Advisors will put you on the right path for success. Join Wesley Odom with Armada Advisors to find a better way you can successfully invest your money and enjoy your retirement. Tune in to the Pensacola Expert Panel this morning at ten.
5: The Pensacola Expert Panel, nine to eleven weekdays on News
4: Radio ninety two three AM, sixteen twenty.
0: Hey Jeff, where are we going to be April 15th?
4: Co-emceeing the inaugural Pensacola State College International Festival.
0: Get ready for a cultural and educational experience.
4: We'll have a Spanish film festival and exhibits.
0: Plus a huge lineup of performers, including a headliner.
4: We'll also have community organizations and cultural vendors.
0: And to satisfy your hunger, a vast array of international cuisine.
4: For more information, log on to
0: pensacolastate.edu. Listen to local talk, national talk, local news, and national news on News Radio Pensacola. Online, newsradio923.com, or by downloading the News Radio Hensicola mobile app. Well, life on a farm, I kinda let back. Ain't much an old country boy, of me can't hack. Early to rise, early in the sack. I thank God I'm a country boy. And I can take you for a ride on my big green tractor.
1: to sexy. Goodbye, city
0: life. Thank
1: God I'm a comfortable woo
2: Yes, it is our time to talk to Ryan Jenkins, our good friend, farmer, owner of Jenkins Farms up in Jay, Florida, in Santa Rosa County. We connect with him once a month to find out what's going on. Hey, Ryan, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir.
8: Good morning. How are y'all doing? Oh,
2: man, doing great. It's always so good to hear your voice. Um, I had a news story that came up a couple of weeks ago, and I wanted to follow up with you on it. It had to do with... The challenge that some farmers have when they have these, uh, you know, very expensive pieces of machinery that you own, like, you know, your uh, cotton harvester, all that kind of—I mean, you have lots of them. And the the issue was that when it breaks down, there's a maintenance agreement with the manufacturer that they have to do the maintenance— and as a result of that you're sometimes without your piece of equipment for days or weeks until they can get the maintenance people to come to you and there was a bill i think was proposed to you know basically make that an illegal agreement so that the farmers like you could work on the equipment on your own and not void warranties and things like that in order to kind of you know keep it running in a timely way is that is that something I, is that basically how it works can you talk a little bit about that cuz i found that story very concerning
8: yeah it's it's very complicated i was actually uh i sit on a technology advisory committee for american farm bureau and i was in washington dc a couple of weeks ago and this is one of the things we were actually meeting about um it's called the right to repair and what it is is you know farmers number one we try to do as much work on our equipment as possible right we try to we try to to keep from having those high-dollar bills, we try to keep things done in a timely manner. We just like to fix our own stuff at the end of the day. Um, so w- what this is about is we can still fix a lot of mechanical stuff as as the machinery, the technology in the machinery has increased. You know, there's so much computerized stuff and digital stuff on these machines now. But that's, that's more where this is headed. That's more where the right to repair Um, comes into play. And so, like I say, if it's something nuts and bolts flies or a, a leaking hydraulic hose or a bad hydraulic cylinder, something like that, we can fix all that. It's when we want to get into the computer system of the tractor, just like on your car when a check engine light comes on. It's that same type of thing. We want to be able to access the computer system on the tractor to find out what's wrong with it or to try to repair it and so you know a lot of that's proprietary stuff as well as safety stuff yeah so this has been a long drawn out process it is a sticking point in a lot of ways for the farmer and for the manufacturer and so american farm bureau has uh negotiated with john deere a memorandum of understanding concerning the right to repair okay and that's just basically that's 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 the beginning of it there you know, some people say there's no teeth in the memorandum of understanding. You know that they can't be that John Deere can't be held accountable, that type of thing. But it is it is the the beginning of negotiations. It's the beginning of something to, you know, to bring both sides to the table and get it where we can uh, begin to repair those types of issues that we haven't been able to repair in the past. And and, and a lot of what we're talking about is. Specifically,
2: software type okay. stuff. Well, that that it, ha- that know. helps, and that, that, that kind of clarifies it for me. I know when I first read the story, it felt a lot like the you know, speed uh, the seeds, specially formulated so that you couldn't plant them yourself, and you had to buy them again the next year. Like you know, they were basically keeping the the ownership of the repairs in house. And making it so that you were harmed, I mean, in a sense, because you can't get the machinery back and operating quickly. But, you know, to hear that it's more of the specifically with the software and that there's a kind of a specialty to it, I, I can see both sides on this. And at least I'm glad to hear that there's some kind of an agreement, at least appears to be, in the offing. One of the, um, one of the other things I wanted to ask you about, just because we've got, like, you guys are preparing to plant right now and you're thinking about the future. How is the warm weather affecting that the early warm this year how much if at all does that factor into the things that you're doing right now
8: to be honest with you, the, the biggest um problem with a uh, warm winter like we've had i know we had that one cold spell what right around christmas wasn't it right but for the most part our winter's been pretty mild this time um are diseases and pests that that harbor over winter So if we have a real cold winter, a lot of times I'll take care of some of our problems for the next year. But we haven't had that this time. So I anticipate, you know, some of our disease pressure is going to be higher. Some of our pest pressure is going to be higher from simply just not having enough uh, long-duration type cold weather. And the other part that gets you is, you know, just like this week we've just finished and, and the week that we're having so far, it's been very warm. And, and you see it yourself you know people wanting to go buy stuff and get their garden started and things like this you know this this is a this is a false spring <laughs> there's more there's more cold weather more than likely coming you know and so it's, it's it's easy to have a week or two of weather like this and just think you know spring is sprung it's here let's get busy only to find out you know, end of march first of april you know always around easter we pretty much have a cold snap so it's easy to get tricked into wanting to do something (laughs) too early Um, i I bet it is that's that's the biggest problem that's why
2: you got to have life as a farmer behind your your decisions instead of you know you know uh, a little bit of schooling and you know two months on the job is probably going to make the wrong one i figure what you're doing right now is mostly planning and preparing the soil with lime applications and things like that and fertilizer is that right
8: That's right. We're uh, getting close to wrapping up our lime application. So then we'll turn right back around, come over the same land and put out, begin putting out some of our other nutrients that that we'll put out pre plant. Um, This week we'll begin terminating some of our cover crops, uh, most especially where our corn is going to be planted. We should be planting corn. Um, It'll probably, and there again, you know, it's weather dependent, but probably. probably around march 20th kind of in that time frame so we're beginning to get the land ready where we're going to plant that corn but but like you said it is a it's a very complicated decision you know we've talked about how how farming is always just a big gamble everything you do every decision you make is a gamble because there are so many different things at play that that can can mess up your decision but um very hard to decide especially this year with some of the prices and some of the prices that the crop should bring um, tied with the input prices that we know we're going to have, it's hard to figure out where you might make your most profit, get your most return on investment. And it's, uh, there are other complicated factors too. You know, some crops follow well behind others and some don't. Some you need a, a two- or three-year rotation for it to work best and you don't want to mess it up planting another crop. But at the same time, we've got to do whatever it takes to get through this year and be profitable enough to get to farm next year. So, yeah. you know, there's there's a lot. It's a very complicated decision trying to figure out what's best for your operation, and there's a lot of stress in that because once once you plant that seed, it's done. Whether you've done it right, <laughs> done it wrong, whether you've chosen the right variety or the wrong variety, the right type crop, wrong type crop, it's done. You're living with it for that for the rest of that year. You can't and just have a, you, know, you can't just have a,
2: wheat in the ground and see or, or uh, um, uh, cotton in the ground and then discover that the cotton price is bad. So we're going to switch to you know peanuts.
8: <laughs> it doesn't really work that that's way. That's right. And, I mean, you're trying you're trying to second guess the world. You know. And yeah. It's it's, it's it's very difficult.
2: Hey, uh, we always like to end with a farm fact. You have a farm fact for us this week, Ryan?
8: I do I actually have. Uh, couple of things here march is actually national peanut month yes so it's, it's to recognize peanuts march 1st was national peanut butter lover's day and so we'll talk about peanut butter there are enough peanuts grown in one acre to make approximately thirty-five thousand peanut butter and jelly sandwiches
2: and now all i want <laughs> it's a peanut yeah, butter and jelly right Eat more peanuts. Eat more peanuts, your motto. Ryan Jenkins, the owner of Jenkins Farms up in Jay, Florida. Ryan, as always, man, thank you for joining us. Thank you for teaching city folks like me about farming and uh, for feeding my kids and putting clothes on their back. Man, I appreciate it. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you next month.
8: Thank you. Y'all have a great
2: week. Absolutely. Anytime we start the week with Ryan, you know it's going to be a great week. Five forty-seven here on News Radio 923. informative, local, dependable. If you've been thinking about whether to sell your home, when is the right time? Is now? Is it later? Is it you know in three years? <laughs> you know I don't listen. I don't know the answer to that question, but Christina Leavenworth will. You know she's really, really, really good at this. She's been doing it for about six years now, I think something like that. And uh, she and her folks at Leaven Rinky Realty, over two hundred homes sold every year. That's crazy. Like, that's, you know, I mean, not first year. I'm just saying the last couple of years, that's been where they're at. And uh, when the market was hot, they were selling homes consistently above list price in like a day or two. And uh, look, you know, I know when the market was hot, you might have thought, well, anybody can sell a home, you know, on their own. And, um, you know, it was easier for sure. But that's why you get a realtor is to get that very best price because they are just like experts at that. When the market is cool, is especially when you need a pro to really guide you and figure out, you know, what is the price? What are you up against? What are the limitations? What are people able to afford these days? You know, given the way interest rates are and all the concerns people have about the economy, that's why you ask an expert. Um, in fact, she's so sure of her abilities that she will guarantee to sell your home in 30 days or she won't take a seller's commission you know why because she's going to sell the home in 30 days I mean this you know it's not going to be the other way around um, and the point is she's got a list of buyers she's got cash buyers if you're motivated you know if you're willing to um, take a little bit less to act now to do it in cash all of that is on the table so find out what Christina Leavenworth and her folks at Leavenworth Realty can do for you 723-9158 723-9158
0: climate tech, climate tech. Heating and cooling is what we know Call 8
1: We've all heard the saying, they don't make things like they used to. Hello everyone, Travis Thompson here from Climatech of Professional Air, your independently owned American Standard heating and air conditioning dealer. Fact is, new air conditioning systems are so much better than systems made just a few years ago. Our systems are more efficient and are more environmentally friendly and run so quiet you can hardly hear them. And our new systems are so much better at controlling indoor humidity in your home. And that's especially important in our area, thanks to the Inflation Reduction Act passed by Congress last year, most high-efficiency systems even qualify for an income tax credit. Give us a call to find out more. We're just a phone call away. Climatech, a professional air. Your independently-owned American standard heating and air-conditioning dealer.
0: Climatech, Climatech. Hi, this is Earl Ron. I'm the president of New South Windows Solutions. What I'd like people to understand about our company is what's unique about us. We manufacture, we install, we guarantee. We go out of our way to make it easy. The most important thing that New South offers is very simple, absolutely true factory direct pricing. From our factory to our truck to your driveway. Most of the window companies are either resellers, a wholesaler, a contractor, a distributor, a sales organization. We eliminate those levels of marketing, so you're paying true factory direct pricing. Please take the time to visit NewSouthWindow.com. Call now one 800 Windows.
5: I've been collecting watches since around 2018. Uh, Made my first big purchase thinking that was gonna be my only watch. When you're looking at watches and you're doing them online or if you're in the secondary market, it can be scary because there's a lot of fakes. And I really do focus in on coming in to an authorized dealer like Berets for any of the Omega or Brightling purchases. They will let you try it on, take pictures, go home, think about it, and just really set your mind at ease. Come visit us at Beret Jewelers
0: News Radio 92.3, 95.3, AM 1620. Stream online at NewsRadio923.com or download the News Radio Pensacola mobile app. Augusto, sweetheart, save some room for later. It's fine, baby. One, two, three. It's easy to see, but it's not that I don't care, so
2: the radio good morning 551 news radio 92 3 informative local dependable i'm andrew mckay it's pensacola morning news uh, david wayne is in the newsroom this morning with our headlines david
7: uh terrorism charges being brought up against two dozen people in atlanta the charges in connection with this violent outbreak that happened at the, over the weekend at the future side of the city's new public safety training center apparently the fbi they're also looking into federal charges so i was just gonna say yes. I,
2: i'm sorry because that story is fascinating to me and uh i you know i find it amazing like the the protesters are de- they're demonstrating against the creation of a law enforcement center they're upset about trees being taken down and about the you know militarization of police and all that kind of stuff and their answer is molotov cocktails right yeah <laughs> it, <laughs> like you're justifying much sense, does the it? need for the thing you're protesting better than any public citizen could ever it's just it's like when, when protesters don't think through their actions, you know right. what I mean? Well, so.
7: and then the, the latest updates this morning were, too, that very few of them were even from that area, they're, you know, they're brought they admit. Yeah. Ma- yeah,
2: of course, of course. I'm sorry, go ahead, David. And a uh, South Carolina woman's
7: now been charged with having an unlawful abortion in 2021. The woman told uh, told staff that she took abortion medication. She was almost 26 weeks pregnant pregnant at the time, which has passed the legal limit of 20 weeks in the state. She was arrested last week, faces up to two years in prison. And uh, the federal government apparently is ready to block JetBlue's 3.8 billion dollar merger with Spirit Airlines. There's some reports. Reports that the Justice Department could file an antitrust lawsuit uh, against the uh, the deal as soon as today.
2: Hmm. Okay, all right, very interesting. Uh, thanks so much for the update, David. Five fifty two News Radio 923. two three. Um, oh, did you happen to see the Ice Flyers are doing a thing? And I, mean, I, I will I will tell you um, they're rebrand they're rebranding, and the rebrand is as the Pensacola Bushwhackers. Which is Great name. genius. <laughs>
5: yes.
2: But I will tell you, when I first saw the press release for this, I was, my, my first reaction was not so favorable. And I'll tell you why. Because I thought they were totally changing their whole brand. I thought they were abandoning the very well established Ice Flyers brand, right. which of course is an homage to the all the military aviation well, that we sure. have in this community. Well, they changed it from Ice Pilots. Right. Well, so right. And, maybe. Um, but then, you know, you've got like the Hanger. You know, would they not mm-hmm. call it the Hanger? and then you know when i realized okay this is not a permanent rebrand it was a little confusing in the press release that mm-hmm. this was just a like one time one night only like oh genius you know for one night you're going to have a fun name change you're going to give out different jerseys people are going to spend money on the jerseys and then you'll be one of those people who was there that night with the bushwhackers jersey and the, and the jersey is pretty cool it's got a picture picture of a, a bushwhacker on it, right, you know which is yeah. kind of nice yeah so no I, I i just i was at first i was thrown by it and I'm like
4: no they're
5: not
2: really and then not cuz i'm particularly attached to the You know, the ice flyers, them. I'm sure if it had always been the Pensacola Bushwhackers, um, which makes sense because it's a frozen treat. And when you think about when you slide on, you know, when you. kick turn on the ice or whatever you call it and you kick up that little bit of, it's like Bushwhacker uh, (laughs) premix. Just without the alcohol. I mean, there's there's some good tie-ins between ice skating and this concept. But, uh, you know, and if it had always been called that, I'm sure I would have had the same reaction. But if, like I said, at first I thought it was a permanent rebrand. I'm like, what are y'all doing now? And then it turns out to be the other thing. 554 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Um, Man, I'll tell you, we've been, um, you've heard uh, David talking about this in the top of the hour news, but. This um, man, this swatting thing. You know, we got uh, a little bit more information yesterday about the uh, the swatting incident that took place. It was actually last year. Several different right. incidents. It was it was a whole series of things. And um, you know, he played the um the audio clips from this uh, alleged teenager. I mean, he is a teenager, and they've arrested him. Um, but it's his, the allegation that it's his voice on it. And man, it's pretty scary stuff. What's on the 911 call? Here was the first one. I'm just I'm just walking around campus right now with my AR and my duffel bag.
1: I'm not I'm not there to kill everyone, man. I'm just there to hurt three people that I don't like. I'm willing to die today, man. At this point, i have just.
2: Yeah, you pretty much call the police on that. That that's the 911 call they got from again alleged from this 17-year-old in uh, what New Jersey or whatever. And it mean, uh, you was know, a kid. Yeah, I just exactly. As a, person, a juvenile. But right. Still, still um, awful. And then after a couple of times or after a response, at least one time, then he called back to basically brag on hoaxing him.
7: The swatted you f- school. I'm not in f- Florida. I'm not anywhere near f- Milton right now.
2: I'm nowhere near it. I'm not in that. I'm not in Florida. You know, I swatted you guys, and there's some profanity, obviously, thrown in there. So, um, you know, uh, Sheriff Johnson in the press conference yesterday was talking about this a little bit. You know, one thing that he was asked was, uh, well, you know, how big of a problem really is this for us?
5: How prevalent is swatting as a problem? Well, across the country, it happens a lot. And these uh, kids and adults always think, well, I I cover my tracks. Well, you can't cover all the tracks. And we're not going to go into how we found him because we don't want to, you know, give credit to anything that he's doing, obviously. But, um, yeah, it happens a lot across the country.
2: And then, you know, the other question is, well, what, what can you do to prevent it? And um, So can you
7: talk a little bit about what's being done to combat swatting?
5: Well, um, the only thing we really can do right at the moment is once we get a call, track it, like we did in this case. And if it comes back to New Jersey, we'll go get them. I mean, it doesn't matter where they're at. We're going to go get you if, if you call in a swatting call or any kind of fake stuff like this. It's just, uh, I think they have the idea that they're smarter than everybody else, which we proved that Mr. Parga here is not that smart. So um, hopefully this will curtail it a little bit. Yeah, and you might
2: wonder, you know, kind of in the, who does this kind of category? You know, one of the things, um, which is a fair question. It's a kind of question a normal person asks. You know, what kind of a messed up person does something like this? Well, messed up people. I mean, I, you know, one of the hardest things, and this is just maybe more confession than anything else, I have a hard time understanding a lot of the crazy things that people do. I mean, and I'm talking about, like, this is not just swatting. This is across the board. Like, I don't I don't understand the thing. You know, what motivates people to engage in sexual assault? Like, it's so baffling to me that people do this. Like, you, you like it when people don't want you? Like, that's so contrary to normal. You know what I mean? Um, or things like this where it it excites you it gives you a thrill of power this is a you know a turn on for you what what it, to, to to do something like that or you know like defacing of property is one where i'm like what is wrong with like how how does that appeal to you it's so baffling or littering you know like people litter all the time they throw their their uh, you know and it, it's a little bit unfortunate for it's waterburger is the most well known because they got those big you know or circle k or whatever they've got the big slushy cups whatever and you know you see those on the side of the road all the time and and i'm like what the hell, man? <laughs> you know, that's like, who, it would never, ever occur to me that I'm, I'm driving down the road and, well, I'm done with my, uh, my slushy or my icy and now is the time to throw it out the window. Like, that would never, my mama raised me right. You know what I mean? Like, what in the world? But that's just across the board. There are so many people who have, and I'm not, I'm not saying I don't have any inappropriate impulses. I, I certainly do. I'm just saying that there's so much of this behavior that's just baffling to me. And this is a good example of it. Like, there's a person who wakes up in the morning and thinks, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fake an, a, an attack on a school so that I can prank a police agency in another state into respond. You know, like, people could die from something like this. Because, you know, when it's high alert and you never know what happens and what wrong person shows up at the wrong place with, I mean, some toy or gets misunderstood. You know, this all kinds of things could happen. So I'm glad the law enforcement has prosecuted this. I hope this is like national news so that people elsewhere realize, oh, I can't get away with this because
8: you can't. And we got to get that in as deterrence against these people beforehand.